Hi, I'm Blake Gilman, the Vice President, Director of Post-Acute Care Services at LCS. You're listening to the Healthcare Highwire, the LCS Health Services Division premier podcast that inspires to provide meaningful and pertinent content that gives you an edge in balancing business and healthcare. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoy it. Hello, and welcome to Healthcare Highwire. I am Michelle Kramer, Director of Health and Wellness Programming and Post-Acute Specialist with LCS Health Services Division. And I am joined today by Jennifer Tama, Division Vice President with Encore Rehabilitation. Today, we are discussing how to decipher and use the Advanced Beneficiary Notice of Non-Medicare or ABN and Notice of Medicare Non-Coverage, most commonly known as the NOMNOC forms. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Jennifer, this topic is sometimes so confusing. I get calls daily about which form do I use, when do I use it, what do I put on the form? So why don't we start out by describing to our audience what is an ABN versus a NOMNOC? Well, you know, Michelle, you're absolutely right. The two are very confusing. And I think as we go through this, some people will finally understand why they're so confusing. At the very beginning, it's important to truly understand the difference between the two forms. And in some cases, both the ABN and the NOMNOC form will need to be issued. So first, let's talk about the ABN. So when will an ABN need to be issued? Well, a skilled nursing facility must issue the skilled nursing facility advanced beneficiary notice of non-coverage, commonly known as the SNF abn to any Medicare beneficiary in order to transfer the potential financial liability. And that's the key point there, is transferring the potential financial liability. They need to do this before the SNF provides an item or service that is usually paid for by Medicare, but may not be paid for in that particular instance. So we really need to be aware of what is payable under Medicare, right? We really do. You're absolutely right. But let's also talk about the NOMNOC. In that case, the SNF is required to provide the notice of Medicare non-coverage, known as the NOMNOC, to a Medicare beneficiary when their Medicare-covered services are ending. It informs them of a discharge from the SNF, Part A services. So don't you think that communities should be discussing discharges in their PDPM huddle meetings to ensure that the discharge is planned so that they can work with the resident and families to ensure everything is set up for safe discharge and to be able to provide the appropriate notification timely? Oh my goodness, absolutely. You cannot discuss this enough. It should be discussed in the huddle. It should be discussed in weekly meetings. You cannot discuss this enough. So speaking of the timing, when is an ABN or NOMNOC required? You know what? That's a really good question. But first, we have to make sure that we know what payer source they are. Is this person a Medicare Part A or does this person have Medicare Part B? There is an ABN for the Medicare Part B payer. And I'll discuss that in just a minute. So let's first talk about all the reasons why you would issue an ABN. There's about four or five reasons why somebody would get an ABN. Um, The first one is if the beneficiary has had a three-day hospital stay, but does not require skilled services. 
Second reason would be if the skilled nursing facility determines that the beneficiary no longer requires daily skilled services, the resident has days remaining in the benefit period and will remain in the facility, then an ABN would be issued. There's also an ABN for Medicare Part B, and that's considered a fee-for-service ABN. So if a resident is receiving Medicare Part B services and the facility determines that they're not medically necessary, then they would issue a fee-for-service ABN. Also, if the resident is receiving Part B services as well, and therapy is no longer medically necessary, but the resident is interested in continuing those therapy services, then you would also issue the fee-for-service ABN. Now, let's take a look at the nom You'll notice when we go through this that th some of these scenarios are very similar to ones that you would issue an ABN. So for the NOMNOC, if the SNF determines that the beneficiary no longer requires daily services, the resident has days remaining in the benefit period, but is leaving the facility immediately after the last covered day, then you would issue a NOMNOC. If the resident is on a Medicare Advantage plan, and the Medicare Advantage plan determines that skilled services are no longer medically necessary, the resident is remaining in the facility and has benefit days remaining, you would issue a NOMNOC. And then also you would issue NOMNOCs for Medicare Part B services. For instance, if the provider feels that those Medicare Part B services are no longer medically necessary, if all the therapy services on the plan of CARES have been delivered already, or if the therapy is no longer medically necessary and the resident indicates that they want to continue therapy services, then you would also issue an AMA. So if there's a different process for Med A and Med B therapy, ABN and NAMNAC, what is the difference? Well, there really isn't a difference in the process to issue, but you do have to understand which scenario goes with which form. So wasn't there a new update to the ABN form just recently that came out? Yeah, there really was. The new form was supposed to go into effect actually last month, um, August of 2020. But due to the COVID pandemic, that form, which is going to be called 6-2023, has been delayed until January 1st of 2021. So effective January 1st of 2021, the new form must be used. So I know these notifications can confuse us. So what are a few quick reasons that we can remember when we would issue an ABN versus a NOMNOC? Okay, well, you know, as I said before, um, there are going to be instances in which you would issue both. So let's run through a couple of scenarios that these have happened to everybody in the skilled nursing facility, and you'll kind of understand why both the ABN and the NOMNOC would be issued and what instances one or the other or neither would be issued. So let's say we have a resident with Medicare Part A as their payer and their Part A stay ends. They have days remaining, um, so they have not exhausted their 100 days. And this resident is staying in the facility, so they're not going out. In this instance, the NOMNOC is required to provide the resident the opportunity to protest the date of the discontinuation. And then the SNF ABN is also required 
to give the resident the opportunity to request a demand bill to determine who should pay for any non-covered days. So that's one scenario. Another scenario, same payer source. So this resident also has a Medicare Part A payer. They also have days remaining in their stay. So they have not exhausted their 100 days. But in this scenario, the resident is being discharged from the facility. In this instance, the NOMNOC is required to provide the resident the opportunity to protest the date of discontinuation. But because the resident is going home and there is not going to be a financial responsibility after the Part A stay is over, then the SNF ABN would not be required in this instance. Because again, remember, the ABN is issued when there's a potential financial liability. So let's look at another scenario. Same resident, we have a Part A resident, their Part A ends, but in this instance, their benefits exhaust. So we have exhausted all 100 days of their Medicare Part A benefit. In this instance, neither the ABN nor the NOMNOC are required. And then let's say that we have this uh, Medicare Part A resident and their Medicare Part A services end, but the beneficiary continues to receive Part B services following their skilled stay. Following the discontinuation of the Medicare Part B services, the NOMNOC would then be required to provide the resident the opportunity to protest the date of discontinuation, but an ABN would not be indicated. Let's talk about another scenario. So we have a long-term care resident receiving Part B services, and those Part B services end. In this instance, the NOMNOC is required to provide the resident the opportunity to protest the date of discontinuation. So very similar to the scenario right before, but this would be somebody that did not just come off of Medicare Part A, but rather just came off of Medicare Part B. Finally, we have a long-term care resident receiving Part B services. And when the last Part B service ends, the resident requests to continue therapy services. The therapists don't believe that services are required any longer, that they're no longer medically necessary, but the resident continues to request those services. In this scenario, we would issue the NAMNAP, which would be required to give the resident the opportunity to protest that date of discontinuation. But we would also issue the fee-for-service ABN. And again, this is, gives the resident the opportunity to request a claim to be submitted to Medicare to determine who would pay for those non-covered services. Wow, these were great examples and information to know. So to reiterate, what are the requirements for the timing in regards to completing and notifying the resident and or the POA of the ABN and or NOMNOC? Yep. According to CMS, the ABN is to be issued and in true form, as Medicare often does, it's very gray. Um, It says far enough in advance for the family to make an informed decision. So I I guess that's as gray as they get. And then for the NOMNOC, it is a two-day notice requirement. Okay. That is so important to ensure we are on top of those timelines, right? And that we're communicating the discharge requirements, where we are in the stay, you know, what the need of the family and of the resident is. So what do you see in the communities as the typical process of completing and issuing the ABNs and NOMNOCs? 
Well, you know, each building will have to fine tune their exact process. But in general, for a Medicare Part A beneficiary or a long-term care Medicare Part B beneficiary, what usually should happen is at the Medicare meeting, the therapy program manager or the rehab director would communicate to the team why therapy would be discontinuing and what date. The facility designee would then fill out the ABN and or the NOMNAC and present that to the family or the resident. So is the typical facility designee usually the social services director or the business office manager? Typically it is. Now, some buildings may have somebody else, but for the vast majority of uh, communities that I have worked with, it is usually the social service director or the BOM. And how about outpatient services for Part B? So outpatient services are a little bit different. Usually the only one, um, the only discipline or the only department that is involved with those clients would be the therapy department. So typically for your outpatient Medicare Part B beneficiary, your therapy program manager or your rehab director would meet with the primary therapist to discuss the reasons for the therapy to discontinue. What they would talk about the date that therapy is going to stop providing those services. And then in the last week of therapy, the primary therapist or the rehab director or therapy program manager would meet with the resident or the family to present the ABN or the NAMNA. Well, this has been a great topic to discuss, Jennifer. Thank you so much. You gave us some great information and examples about the ABN and NOMNAC notification form, the completion, the timeliness, and the process. Thank you so much for joining me today. It was my pleasure. I had a great time. This has been a Healthcare Highwire presentation. Legal disclaimer, Life Care Services LLC is not engaged in rendering legal advice. Therefore, any information provided in this podcast, although intended to be correct, is also not intended to replace or supersede the advice of your legal counsel. Also, thank you to Ben Sounds for the music provided in this podcast.